Yes! The jackass. First frontier. Intro for your ass. The vision is vivid, the way the picture is painted A lot of young rappers think I'm just severely thinking About income or money, they really ain't making They must have me mistaken, ain't no thinking on my end Is it dividends, is what a nigga really feel Not the richest nigga lie, but no one is broke Let me get back to the words, fucking vibe for Game full of shit, stop for feet to flush the toilet Rap niggas is poison, bell bend the ball on the ankles of the rest of these niggas on that boat, smoking dickens, niggas tripping, got no flow In they lyrics, get on mic, spitting garbage, I'm down in here They ass filthy, it's time to be clear like a fan in the kitchen I'm just not catching nothing that y'all pitching My circle, best of the best, the rest, there's no need to miss it The stars here, the rest, it's time to build them I waste niggas, waste music, then I'm here to race Eradicate, terminate, finish it, finale Throw a jacket for the journey, so don't mind me My behavior is violent, well I guess you'll see I'm a seasoned product of the DMV. Oh, yeah. Hey, look, look. Hey, we made it another week. Hey, we made it. We made it another week. Hey, and what, now we're here for another week of Journey of a Jackass. Now I'm your host, Diane Shakur, and I'm here with the prestigious, illustrious, <laughs> balance keeping co host of mine. April Golden Goddess. That's me. How things on your end? Everything's going good, you know. Made it through the fourth. And this is a short week for me. Glad yeah. I get that day off. <laughs> Listen. Right, how about yourself? You've been having some fun. Yeah, I've been having fun. I've been doing a lot of traveling and uh in the area and stuff like that. And um, like I yeah, I just been out in the streets, man. I, I told myself I was gonna be up take myself out to the streets this week, this weekend. And I did that. I had fun. I went uh did some axe throwing and stuff like that, went out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Just having a good old time, you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's what I did. Having a, a great old time, you know what I'm talking about. I like the way that sounds. You got to, you have to enjoy life. Yeah, for real, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, we can't say uh, stuck on uh, the bad stuff. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, and then I, I worked the uh, event on Saturday, the Taste of DMV. Now, that event was really, really good. The mm-hmm. foot traffic was amazing. I sold out of damn near everything. So the foot the foot traffic was amazing. It was just it was okay. hot in the building. Yeah, it was really, really hot. Oh, yeah. I, this, yeah. It's heat been disrespectful, but that's what we wanted, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we wanted. That heat. I, I don't mind the heat. I think that I think the over the winter. Uh, Same here. Yeah, for real. Same here. No matter where I'm at, you know what I'm saying. I'd rather yeah. be I'd rather be musty and funky than to be cold. That's you know right. That's so yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So that the, the, everything going good with the kids in uh, summer camp and everything. Oh yeah. Well, this week they didn't have summer camp because of the holiday, uh-huh. but um, yesterday. We pretty much stayed in all day, and um, we got invited. My son's friend, mom, they kind of like live around the corner from us, and it's the same <clears throat> like housing community subdivision, but it's like around behind their school. Anyway, um, like all the houses on the street over there, and I know it had to be at least ten. They all had like a block party type of thing, and everybody had you know 
grilled or whatever or had a specific dish and okay, like, like had chips like a potluck but it was at their own house and then like all the surrounding houses well each house that was you know involved in it they were pretty much do like a stop and go stop to each house and get whatever that they could and stuff like that it was a big thing it was nice it had like okay. games and the kids played out there and then they do like this big everybody have all these big fireworks and it, it was just going on for hours and hours and it was good and i realized so <laughs> i'm gonna say this and then we can get the story time because i want to yes, stay together today me. so my hair i was sweating and my hair was just off the chain but i just sprayed some water on it and it like kept it moving so before the show i was like it was real like crunchy and stuff like that it's still kind of crunchy but it was kind of crunchy and i was like well, let me just spray some water on it or whatever it's kind of like whoosh, whoosh. so i'm spraying the water and the next thing you know i see like a i don't even know what it was it had to be like some gunpowder firework or something like that in my hair and it just <laughs> yes it was in my head. I'm like damn what is this it's like a gunpowder you know when the fireworks go up the big bomb ones and the stuff kind of like come down sometimes it Man, was listen, in my hair it was in I, my I, hair I, I, i'm just seeing videos of fireworks shenanigans this weekend like people just uh exploding everywhere people yeah. running behind us. somebody threw a um somebody threw like a little a stick of dynamite inside of a dude's truck and it blew oh his door up while he was in it Oh my I was god. Like, I was like, God damn. I don't play with the fireworks like that. But see, my kids had never been on so close to the big fireworks. I'm like, hey, y'all stay back because they're still at there's they're you know old enough, but they're still at the age where I buy sparklers, poppets, something small. I don't buy all that big old type of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they was I had to pull them back because you know they was excited, and I was like, no, you need to step back from that. You know, my cousin, yeah, I experienced, yeah, yeah. you know, my cousin got his, a couple of his fingers blew off from fucking yeah. the fireworks the wrong way. You know Man, what listen, I mean? I, that's what I'm saying. I seen some, some dangerous situations. Uh, I was just looking on Instagram. I was like, damn. Like, I'm talking about literally a truck's catching on fire. Um, people, like, literally, um, I think it was like Chief Keep or one of them. He was doing fireworks in the house and the drink just exploded and the fireworks was going everywhere. People were running, ducking behind the cars, yeah. and cars and everything. And <clears throat> you know, another thing is by the time the fireworks come out, you know, it's dark and people have been had some drinks and stuff. You can't have nobody who's drinking and doodling with the fireworks. But see, another thing here in Georgia, um, for a long time, just kind of like um, alcohol, this was a dry state. You couldn't pop off your own fireworks. The only the fireworks yeah. that could be done was something that was done by the city or whatever. And then like years later, um, they started allowing it you, to be okay. That's, that's really surprising to me seeing that how um, uh, Georgia is a conservative state. It's a, it's a red state. So that's really surprising to me. You know, they all, America, America, fuck yeah, America. You know what I'm saying? Nah, Jordan was having that shit a while ago. Damn. But yeah, that's that's what happened. You know, had a little little gunpowder in my hand and stuff, and just got ready to kind of get on here on the show. But everything was good. Everybody was safe. I'm glad you had a good weekend as well. Yeah, so. yeah, I did be, yeah. It was a very, very uh, productive weekend. I had a great weekend. I I cannot complain. You know what I'm saying? Probably drank a little too much, but it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> But now, with that being said, now, we were supposed to have a special guest on here. She may pop her head in here or whatever the case may be. But right now, she's not in. But the, the, the topic of today's show is Sheroes. We're going to talk about Sheroes. Sheroes, female uh, service members, female um, 
female um, first responders, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? People that and females that have dedicated this something, how they've contributed to the fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with that being said, we we talk about sheroes. Story time with me. Story time with you. I'm gonna share a story with one of my sheroes. Okay. So it was a it was a, just gonna be quick, short to the point. This lady was my is my shero. Mm-hmm. Right. She is my shero. So it was a uh, we used to have, like we used to having a, a camp out in in the backyard. Like we okay. had a little camp out. We been out there with the tents and all this stuff. And all the, our little neighbors used to come down and they'd sleep in the backyard with us and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So our parents didn't come up and it bother us. So it was just a bunch of kids in the tents having fun. Mm-hmm. Just, we just out there doing everything. Right. The bottom, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know, we going up the side of the wall, helping on each other, you know what I'm talking about? Like trying helping <laughs> and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, so morning. I had this one particular neighbor that had a cousin. Okay. And the cousin, she was like a foot back then. She's still like a foot now. But I was, oh, Lord. I, I was young. <laughs> I was horny. You know I heard a foot in a long time. But go ahead. Man, listen. You know what I'm saying? And she, um, I said, man, look, she probably give some up. So I'm going to try to give some. Oh, right? Jesus. So, because my mom has caught me having sex multiple times. I told you this before. She's caught me having sex multiple times. Yes. So, so this one particular time, right? So mm-hmm. I was like, man, come on, let's go around here to the side of the house so we can talk. So we sitting over there, we talking and all that stuff. So me, I started reaching in her in her pants, trying to play with her, play with the coochie. You know what I'm saying? She's like, oh what you God. doing? We not supposed to be doing this stuff, blah, blah, blah. So she, I said, just come on, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So my mom comes out there and like, hey, where's, where's Diane and so-and-so? Oh, they just they running around, they playing um tag, so they they hide. You know what I'm saying? So they was trying to cover for us. I was like, okay, cool. So when, when my mother went back in the house, I went in, came downstairs and opened the back door of the house. So when mm-hmm. I opened the back, when I opened the back door of the house, this is why this lady is my hero. My hero. So <laughs> we um we go in the house and we had like a little kitchen downstairs. And the kitchen was like a little bathroom next to the bathroom. So mm-hmm. we go in the we go in the bathroom and I've been and I've been over the sink and we start doing it, right? So this is why this lady is my hero. This is why she is my hero. My mom came down and heard the morning, came down and opened the doors, like, hey, what are y'all doing? She looked at her and said, please, not right now, oh, Mr. Cole. Just let us finish. What? And push the, the door back closed. I said, that's what I'm talking about. Kept going to work. So she turned around and was like, she's she going to make me go home now. She's going to make me go home. So my mom was kind of my hero too because she was like, did you use protection? After you done, she was like, did you use protection? I was like, no. You know? <laughs> oh, my so God. She was like, well, as soon as you have a baby, you're not a child anymore. That's your, that's your responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So come to find out, she did get pregnant, right? So... Uh-huh. When we found when we found out after she told me after the fact. So this is why she's my hero. After the fact of what? She Having the child? No, she she let me hit it again a couple more times. Uh-huh. And then and then she went and took care of it. She went and, and I guess got an abortion. I don't know what she did, but I know that she had a baby. 
or she lost it or something like that. So this is my hero because even to this day, I could have like a 25-year-old and I was not ready for no kid at that time. You know what I'm saying? So where be a sweet lady that let me bust her down in the bathroom downstairs in the kitchen? You are my hero, and that is story time with me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I used to, I used to be I used to bust her down in the house. Mom's got tired of it. She's like, look. You're too you much, man. You're doing too much. Yeah, I can so, imagine. Oh yeah, that's why she was wild. trying to get rid of y'all. Listen, it was it was wild in the house. It was wild, wild in the house, especially once pops left. Once pops left, it was it was mayhem in there, mayhem, pandemonium. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, a lot of lot of fornicating going on, a lot of uh, illegal activities. Yeah, but that story talked oh. me. So this, <laughs> <laughs> so. I was about to start reminiscing. So this week, again, we were supposed to have uh, author Sherelle Davis on, but I think she got something else going on with her case, baby. But mm -hmm. we are going to discuss her book, and we're going to discuss, uh, uh, again, female military experiences, stuff like that, because you are a veteran as well. You served. I am. You did your time and stuff like that. So we're going to, you know what I'm saying, this, this episode is dedicated to the female first responders, military, police, stuff like that. You feel know what I'm saying? We're going to give y'all y'all flowers today. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. We deserve them every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so, I, day. I, yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Because, because less than 1% of the people in the country put the uniform on, and it's less than 1% of that that are actually females. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why that's why the, the females are eating so much in Korea, man. They go over there in Korea, and they outnumber. 10,000 to 1, dudes over there tricking their ass off. <laughs> what? Yeah, man. Oh, they, they call them queens for a year for a reason. Tell me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so with you as a, as a, uh, you as a, a female veteran still serving in the capacity to um, the, the, the armed services, right? So, what are mm -hmm. some experiences that you have, good, bad, and different stuff to that nature? Well, um, let's start with the good. The good things that I have for being a female in the military is that when you can find like-minded females, the camaraderie is good. And um, you kind of like stick together. Um, I do remember when I first went through basic, like I really didn't talk through the whole basic until maybe like the last month, two weeks. And, um, but, you know, I was still present. I just chose, at that time I had the mindset, I'm going to go in here, do what I need to do, get out, and then go forward. But, but you, you know what's crazy though? That, that it's funny how you said you got to find like-minded people. In, in the military, one thing I noticed from the other side in, especially with the, the black females, they didn't stick together. They was always at each other's throat. Yeah. You know now, now, don't let me get, don't get me wrong. If you find somebody, now, now, now I'm, I'm speaking on um, black females. I didn't really work around too many white females, no against to, you know, anybody else. But um, if you find somebody, like I said, y'all like-minded, y'all gonna stick together. It's gonna yeah, work. yeah. 
But there, I I have seen like a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of down talking. There's a lot of hate for no reason. It seems like the same thing that goes on in the civilian side is like multiplied times 10 on the military side because then you got rank, you got structure, you got, you know, team chief, team leaders, you know. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> now the bad side. So I want to, I have a story. I want to tell this story. So okay. my first, um, negative experience was actually in basic as well and it was during in processing so um hey wait hey wait no time they like like hey, who this big old fine woman right here anyway, no time no nah, they weren't saying that oh, <laughs> <laughs> but um it was um it was during basic so before i came into the military i was like oh, okay i know we're gonna be doing a lot of like activities and stuff let me get my hair braided so I got to like the little, the loose braids where you can take them out and do all different type of styles with them. So get there and we're in process and going through like where you get the shots and all that kind of stuff. So I saw the white girls braid their hair back in like one braid going back. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I rolled it. So I did that, but it was with my braids. So I braided my braids back in one braid. Of course, they was like big. And then I, um rolled it up as tight as I could get it. Mm -hmm. Wasn't familiar with all the hairstyles or anything like that. And mind you, this is like day two. Yeah. And so I'm standing in line, you know, at break rest or whatever. And the drill sergeant, I never forget her name. I don't know if she's still living or whatever, but her name was Drill Sergeant Triple. She was a short black female. And she was like, um they was the worst ones because they they was acting like they had a point to prove. I guess so. But yeah. I, but my thing is, you know, and then um, I came from background like yelling and stuff like that. That didn't really phase me. I really had to bite my lips so that I wouldn't laugh. Yeah. So I'm standing there and she, all I hear, she comes up in front of the line and she's like, you need to fix your motherfucking hair. Ooh. And I'm like, I didn't know what she was talking about. So I look back. I'm like, who's she talking to? I was like, are you talking to me? She was like, yes, I'm talking to you. I was like, well, what's wrong with my hair? She was like, you need to fix your motherfucking hair. That braid is too damn big and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever, like. And she rolled me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it didn't phase me. She rolled me the whole time. So yeah. came time to take my braids out. I took my braids out. I'm in the child hall line. This is months into the uh, basic. Um, she's like, Oh, I'm so glad you did something with your motherfucking hair. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, and it used to be funny to me. So I'm like biting my lip. I never responded. So mm -hmm. it came the last PT test. I guess she thought that was her way of encouraging me or whatever. I don't know, like trying to get under my skin. I don't know. But at this point, I was grown when I came in the military. So yeah, yeah. um, and uh the last thing was. Uh -huh. what? You you know you know what's funny? I went to I went to all male basic training. I didn't even know females was in the the army until I got to AIT. Really? I was, yeah, because I, I was at Fort Sill. It was all dudes. Oh yeah. I, they, uh, we, I didn't we didn't see no females. There were no females there. Zero. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? We we used to see the civilian yeah. ones when we used to go to church to get a break. We go right. We go at eight, oh, the I went to church we every Sunday. To yeah, get a break. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. The last uh, thing that man. happened. We was uh, on our, um, you know, our passing PT test where we where we needed this or whatever, 
and uh no, I'm gonna say this and then I'm gonna go back. And I'm sorry, my bad. It takes so long. So no, no, you good. You our good. first one of one of our first PT tests, um, it was raining, so we didn't we couldn't do the run, but they took us into these portables so we can do the sit ups and the push ups. <laughs> so my drill sergeant, I had two male drill sergeants. Those other two female drill sergeants, they was not part of another platoon. So I'm in. I'm coming up with my drill sergeant, you know, he started or whatever. So I'm doing the push-ups. And I start like, I guess I'm my arm started to get like spaghetti. So I'm like making noise. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> right. And then I just keep going until I just fall to the end till they run, you know, run out of time. Yep. So here she go. Drill sergeant triplet. You ain't gotta do all that. <laughs> <laughs> you always trying to smile and drill something high in face. That's why I had to check her. Hold up. Sorry, triplet. Don't go there with me. I'm not one of these little 18, 17 year old kids. Ain't nobody trying to smile on no drill sergeant Hines face. Don't try to make it seem like it's something. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, in the military, that can be twisted around yep. so perception, much. Perception is reality. That's right. That's right. Perception is reality. And then, not only that, like we were talking about before we got on, especially. She can't, you can't make those kind of substances because, uh, again, mm-hmm. a lot of men in the service look at women as objects. Like, they, y'all was true. Saying, y'all was mor- mor- morale and welfare, and that's it. They didn't they didn't really care about nothing else, about females in the military. That's you true. know what I'm saying? So. Okay. But yeah, but let me wrap them. it up. She, uh, right. my last PT test, you know, our, our final lot PT test, I'm running and stuff, and then I, I hear her actually rooting for me, like, oh. You know, like I'm on the run last event. She's like, go, go, go. And I look. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's real hard. Triple a rooting for me. Let me go ahead and knock this little bit around. Hey, let's go, go ahead and get it done real quick. <laughs> I, I got you. Right. You but know, I just, I don't know if it was just when somebody look at me or my personality, but I've always had some negative you know, issues, being in the military, you know, whatever, but yeah. I learned a lot from the military, but, uh, you know, some yeah, of those encounters that. when it comes to, like, females, it, was, it wasn't good at all. Because I yeah, guess females, yeah. like what you said, they have to feel like they have a point to prove. They want to be like the guy and all this other kind of stuff. You don't have to do that. If you do what you're supposed to be doing, you know, and you're um you have standards that stuff gonna speak for itself yeah you know i mean yep. it's gonna show yeah yep. so you you know what's crazy about this though and, and this is gonna sound crazy so you know it, being in the military you know i retired i did all that time in the military now you know i used to mess with women in the military stuff like that you'll be surprised at the amount of women because you know all the women in the military go through their little their little phase their little when they first come in they private so-and-so giving it up to everybody right so mm-hmm. A, a lot of the, the women that I dealt with um, in the service was was sharing themselves that way because that's they. Um, I dealt with a lot of women that were raised in the foster care system, so they thought they thought sharing themselves was uh, love. You know what I'm saying? Sharing themselves mm-hmm. with multiple people and all that stuff. They thought that was uh, love. I dealt mm-hmm. I dealt with, I dealt with a lot of women that that was that served. They came up in the foster care system. Right, like I did, and I was like, I was like what, is it, "What is it about me that keeps attracting these women?" But then when they tell me their story, I'm like, "Damn, you know, yeah, and, it's a and, lot. And, it's a lot that comes with the backstory." Yeah, you know what and, I mean. 
And like, and I don't, I don't feel bad for cheating on. And another, <laughs> another thing is, you know, I don't want to, you know, pretty much just harp on the um, negative for, uh, yeah. for our sheroes because it's a lot of sheroes that have breaking barriers out there. You know, yeah. Marines, Air Force, uh, uh, across all of the uh, military organizations, and they put their line, they life on the line just like the male soldiers as well. You know, and and, and have outperformed some of the male yeah. soldiers as well. So I actually came up with something like uh, for the shero. Uh -huh. So, survivor, strength, hope, exquisite, radiance, and one of a kind. Oh uh, yeah, I like that. I like, I like, I like. So we gotta, like we gotta that. represent for our sheroes out here because yeah. you yeah, know yeah, we man. do go through a lot, and I'm not saying that men don't go through it either, but um, when you're around such a male-dominated um, yeah. organization, uh, yeah. there's always gonna be some hurdles that we um have to you know jump over and also there's always going to be a pretty much a pissing contest as well because we want to feel that's where that thing is oh well we want to feel equal it's not that we want to be a man but we want to be treated with the same respect that yeah, men yeah. get treated and, and, with and and be acknowledged for it as well yes and, and then you know that's what that's where all the bickering back and forth went in. Like um, like for instance, um, I had a first sergeant. I had a first sergeant. They got relieved, right? He got relieved because he had an all female orderly room, and then people and then perceptions reality, right? In the, in the service, and people saw it was was spread rumors that he was sleeping with women in the orderly room. That's why he didn't want no men in there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that stuff made it to the sergeant major desk. It made it to the sergeant major ears. And the first time that I put under investigation for no reason. And um, I don't know what happened during the investigation, but um, there was some infidelity. It wasn't none of them in the only room, but it was a, a, a patrol sergeant company that they found out about. That he was mm. messing with, and he wound up getting relieved. But all because all because he surrounded himself with females in the only room. And you know, when it comes to paperwork, admin, stuff like that, I mean, men are messy. Are messy. It's not many of us that's neat. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I was like, damn. Yeah, I like man. That, that, yeah, that was a, a mess up situation right there. But again, I've seen, I've seen, like you said, I've seen. Uh, they're they're female rangers now. They, they, That's you know, right. They, they, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I've seen. I, I I used to have a female soldiers that would max out their PT test, and I would have male soldiers that, that barely getting one eighty. You know what I'm saying? Barely right. passing the PT test. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I would look. I'm like, man, damn, you gonna let. Even though you know saying they don't she don't got to do See, that's really the like, thing right there. That's that's yeah. the perception. Oh, you gonna yeah. let this female soldier outshine you, blah 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 blah. See, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there yeah. you go, right there. It's and then yeah. it's not just you know a military thing, it's a society thing in the whole in the whole. Even when it comes to like the orderly room, okay, yeah, females can be a little bit more uh, organized, but that yeah. male can be just as organized. You need to teach him how to do his damn job. Yeah, yeah, facts, big facts. Hey, listen, that was one of my pet peeves. I would go in my uh I would go in my office and then my clerks would sit uh like a paperwork all over my desk. I'm like, my pet peeve is, is a is a junky workspace. I can't mm -hmm. stand it. I cannot stand it. It's a pet peeve of mine. I used to, I used to take my clerks outside and smoke them for it. <laughs> yeah. Make, you them need do, to learn. Make, them, make them do push-ups to their elbows explode. I ain't playing. <laughs> well, look, that's uh that's that's pretty much what I got all to say about the she rose. I do also feel like uh 
that when it comes to you know women in the military there i think we need to have uh, more support yeah yeah more support and i'm not talking about sharp i'm not talking yeah. about eo i'm See, talking that, about the dynamic yeah. of being a female soldier or officer in whatever uh, organization it is and, and, and I'm, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, right? If, if you don't know what Sharp is, Sharp is the sexual, um, the sexual harassment assault uh, program, whatever case may be, right? So, look, I've seen a lot of female soldiers take advantage of that. Yes. I, they, I was like, there were some soldiers, there were some female soldiers that were really getting assaulted. Because mm -hmm. we knew we we knew we had those problems in the military. There were ones, mm -hmm. but like, for instance, in, in Korea, when I was in Korea, man, people used to get, like, E7s, E8s used to get busted down left and right over there. Like, for a fraternization with, with privates and stuff like that. So, um, or uh, sharp allegations, stuff like that. So, look, I had one, one of, one of um, the E7s was over to make a bust down in E6, right? And they relocated the chick to Hawaii. When she got to Hawaii, she emailed to the back to the chain of command said she made the story up after she got out. She was being processed out the military. She emailed back to Korea to the chain of command said she uh she um made the story up. He really did sexual assault. Uh, uh, she uh, just did that so she can move to another duty station. So she can move to another duty station and and ruined that man. They he got busted down from E seven E six. Didn't get his ring back and they forced him to retire. Well, my, well, why didn't the command, um, did the command report that? I feel like there should have been a reporting process because if she made the story up, he should have got his rank back and back pay. Well, well, the, the thing is, you know, um, you know, once you make E7, E8, well, it's easy to take, um, and when I was getting out, it was easier to take rank from an E7. Now it is. It's easier to take rank from an E7. It don't have to go all the way up to, to Congress or whatever case it may, right. may be no more. You know what I'm saying? Like it's easy, like a full bird colonel can come and get you. You know what right. I'm saying? So, um, but the the, the E8s, yeah, they man, it was. I, you have to be careful. Like I used, to, I used to tell people that all the time. Like man, if you go to Korea, I was in Korea for a year. I was like, you go to Korea, leave the privates alone. You find somebody that's the same rank as you. They, you go ahead and, and knock her down for the year you there, and then go home. Like, but don't leave them privates alone. Them privates <laughs> gonna tell. I'm telling you, if my private is going to tell. In that situation, that 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 guy's command failed him too. And if did he ever find out? I would have fought that. He, he did. He found out. He because what happened was I seen him at the um I seen him at the, the bus out with his head down, and it looked like his his eyes it, it was tearing up, like he just got this crying. And then and then uh, he that's when he told me everything and it went down. He said, "Yeah, man." It's like she was, she was left back in the chain of command saying that I didn't even, I didn't do nothing to her and I've been fighting this whole time. So there, 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 there have been real instances of uh, assault. assault and stuff like that. When I was there, there, there was in a, Texas when that girl went missing and yeah, yeah. it was reports of, you know, she reaching out to the command and telling her parents and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, stuff like that going deaf ears. It, 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 was, it was crazy. And it, it going in deaf ears. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. It goes on deaf ears when it goes back to what you were saying. People are coming to the military and then they'd be having sex with all these people. And then if something really happened, it's like, you know, when the little boy cried wolf, you know, they don't take it serious. Like, oh, she's sleeping with everybody anyway. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I you know, that happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. again, what was crazy with her is that the signs, the signs of this dude stalking her were present. Like, they, right. they, they were, 
like this just didn't happen one day. Like this dude, this there was continuous patterns of behavior, and no one took that shit serious. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. yeah, man. They, like you said, though, they, they got to do a better job at, at a community for female soldiers. I mean, I think they're doing better at it now. You feel what I'm saying? But you got, when I first came in, like I said, females, nah, bro. They, yeah. Hey, it was but see, the thing is, different time. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is, if you make something um false, like even right now in a, a civilian world, you know, if you make something false, there needs to be a repercussion for it. It's yeah, not no, yeah. oh, it just goes away. No. You lie, it needs yep. to be a repercussion for it. Yep. You know? Yeah, man. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's sad, man. And like, I never, like, in Korea, I, like, when I was in Korea, and I'm going to say in, um, in Kuwait, too, I seen a lot of people get busted down in Kuwait. When I was in, when I was at Aerojohn, man, I Oh, I like, I like Aerojohn. Yeah, yeah, Aerojohn was cool, man. We used to have pool parties and everything there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, like one day you'll see somebody get E6, next day they be at E5. Like, damn, what happened? Man, shit, this what happened. Well, look, we don't want, I already said, we don't want to harp on the negative now. We're supposed yeah, to be yeah, crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. the sheroes. The yeah, yeah, strength, yeah, yeah, yeah. survivor strength, hope, exquisite radiance, and one of a kind. Our sheroes. Yeah, that's now. right. And, 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 and I want to give all uh, praises to the, to the women that's out there on the front lines, uh, the EMTs, the firefighters, the police. Uh, officers, military, you know what I'm saying? Everybody that's out there, this every female that's out there that's that's doing their thing. You like that's like, right. Or they even serve. Any any female that actually took the time to serve. Right. If you did if you did one year, two years, three years, you did something that you a did lot it. of a lot of men haven't have it done. That's and you right. know, I'm, one of, I, I'm one of those people that, that believe that after after uh high school, if like I believe that everybody should before they go to college should do at least 24 months in some type of civil service. They should go to the military, be a policeman, fireman. They should do something for 24 months before they go to college. I believe that. Because you would have hmm. you would have more you would have more disciplined structured people all in. If they made hmm. everybody do that. I'm just saying. That's a good theory. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's a good theory. They, and we 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 like one of the only countries that don't do that. Every other country, it makes it mandatory. Really? Yeah. I didn't you know can, that. You can, you can, Japan, Korea, places like that, that before, before, um, before, once they graduate from high school, they have to do uh, 36 months of civil service. Policeman, military, something like that. 30, they have to do, before they can attend college or do anything else. They got to do, they got to do some sort of civil service. Hmm. Yep. yep. Okay. Fun fact. Yep. Fun fact. Message. Message. All right, well, Dad, I think we've you know wrapped up our Shiro version of today's um yeah. podcast. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, for sure. We about to get into the the the, the good stuff, the businesses. Yes. The black businesses of the week, community events. Yes. Yes. What you got, yes, over, yes. There? What you got over there? So. <laughs> so. What I got over here is, I already said something about this, but I'm going to put it up again. The Southeast Crab Fest in Augusta is July 9th, that Sunday at 1 p.m. at Lock and Dam Park. If, um, tickets are um, $15, or you can eat um, blue and snow crabs. If you haven't gotten your tickets already, you might need to get them, because I know this thing is going to sell out. This actually comes every year. So that's my first one. 
Okay. And then I got <clears throat> that one. That one on Tobacco Road. You know, Tobacco Road be holding it down. No, this is not. <laughs> this is locking the at locking down over okay. there, actually on the Savannah River. Oh, okay. Then, okay. The next one is um, they having a pop up shop on Broad Street, and that's actually this weekend, Friday and Saturday. And you can come out and actually have vendors from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And we're also, um, I can't talk right now. They're also advertising available space. So if you need to uh, put your stuff together, they have canopy rentals and they have table rentals. And the tickets to actually be in, in that is like 40 to $50 for you to have a spot. So that's not expensive that's not, at all. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that's Come not out. bad at all. Mm -hmm. Come out and enjoy all of the other vendors and, you know, sell your merchandise. Man, look at that. Look at that. Oh, okay, okay. I need to be down there selling some books. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta re up because I like I damn near sold out of everything. I think I only got like a couple hats left and a couple, uh, couple of my first book. Uh, I man, it was oh, a good weekend. Good, good, good weekend. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, like, yeah, like you know, saying all of the uh, the anxiety I had went away after I sold the first couple books. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, man. That's, that's good. Look, that's what good. you got for us this week? <laughs> All right. So, um, community events. It's uh, shit. I had it written down, but I only got the sheet with me. But for black businesses, um, Mimi's Happy Hour Services. She does mobile bartending, right? Okay. So at the at the uh. Saturday at the at the Texas DMV event, this lady was taking care of business. And she, when I say she, I think she sold out of everything. Cause look, we was in a club, and the and the bar the bars was in there charging twenty dollars for a shot, twenty five dollars for a drink, something like that. Yeah. So people they was getting frustrated because nobody was going to the bars. Everybody was going to the people that was in there. And her right. drinks was her drinks was really really good. So okay. um, yeah, hers is um Mimi's Happy or you can hit on IG at Mimi's underscore happy underscore hour. And she okay. does uh parties, she does uh mocktails, cocktails, uh jello shots, you name it, and she gets it done. You know what I'm saying? And it done. She gets it done. Okay, and then the next one, next person, uh black business I'm gonna give a shout out to um is Erica J. Gibbons. She's the author of uh eight. Kids' books, children's books. Okay. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? And she's she does her thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I be out there working, I be seeing her and all that stuff. And you can follow her on Instagram at author Erica with a K J G. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. And these dudes are my black businesses for the week. You know that's good. I like that we, you know. Uh, have the community events and black businesses of the week, you know, just trying to empower, empower you know, black businesses and community events. I like yeah. that. And, you and, know, and, we and, come, and, come and, with something. It, that's what I'm saying. And then, look, and then people listen to this, like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that was going on. I'm going to go check it out. Or I didn't know about the event. Like, we, right. talked about an event we talked about an event last week, the Tessie DMV, 
And a lot of people say, yeah, I heard that on the podcast. I forget all about it, then I heard about it on the podcast. Yeah, see, we're trying to keep y'all informed. We're trying to keep y'all yeah. on point. You know what I'm talking about? You don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. But look, what we got going next? Like, the read of the week? The read of the week? The read of the week? Now, Sorrell was supposed to be here. You got a, you got a book? Or you, got, you got one? I don't have it yet. Okay. So, so Sorrell was supposed to be here this week, but um, she probably still recovering from her trip or whatever the case may be. But I'm gonna give her the read of the, <laughs> I'm gonna give her the read of the week again. Cause um I gave her the read of the week before. But this mm-hmm. book is for one of our heroes, you know what I'm saying? She talks about uh things she endured while she was in the service, the good, the bad, the ugly, um having kids and dealing with stuff and just making her way through the ranks, man. This book is very, very good. It's enlightening. It's called Don't Ask, Don't Tell, Broken but Not Shattered. Okay. By Sherelle Davis. So check it out. It's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books and Me. And you can slide on her um her um Instagram and she'll send you a signed copy. Because look, she signed mine. See? Okay. Yeah, yeah she signed mine. I'm like, all right, all right. Oh, somebody. <laughs> so that right there is the read of the week. Shout out Sherelle. We're gonna have to get him uh, a do-over from you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get we're gonna get him on there. Cause um mm-hmm. this and this book, this book got a lot of serious stuff in it, but she makes you laugh though. It, the book is lots of parts of the book that make you laugh. I'll be like, man, what what the hell is Sherelle talking about? That's so funny. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a um definitely a good book though. I, I told you, I read it in one I I sat down and read it all in one night. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's the read of the week. Yeah. Well, what you got for our dumbass of the week? Oh man, listen. So for every positive thing, the books, the community events, stuff <laughs> like that, there's always a fucking dummy that just makes you question why, 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 why. Wow! So this man is a fucking is a fucking dummy, dumbass. What the fuck he talking about? So this week's dumbass of the week is a Texas man, Jacob Arroyo. You wanna know what Jacob Arroyo did? And what did he do? Man, well I can tell you where, where he at right now. Is that he got sixty five years in jail? So um, he ain't never come home. He gonna die. That, that sounds like one of my old soldiers' name, Jacob Arroyo. Hey man, it may, it may be him. <laughs> it, may, it may be him. Cause they, they, what, what this man did is fucking stupid. So this man is locked up for 65 years. Never he's 40, I think 40, 41. So he ain't never come out. This is that's it. He must oh, go no. in there find he must go in there find him a boyfriend. He ain't never oh, come no. out. So this man was charged with murder. And aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. He shot a man multiple times. He shot him like eight or nine times. Mm-hmm. Right? You know why he shot him? Why? He shot the man for hugging his wife. Uh, it got to be some backstory to that. It's not just for hugging his wife. Something happened. He shot the Something man happened. for the dude was his friend. Well, we might have fucked. We might have fucked his wife then. Uh, man, listen. 
For, and right now, he's in jail right now for shooting his might've, friend up. Might have bust the uh, wife down, and he found out. And then when he saw him hug the wife, that was the last straw. That was. It had to be something. It had to be something. But I know right now he's sitting down for sixty-five years because his friend they was they was going to a party, and um, you know, you go in and greet and everybody stuff like that. And then the the friend went and gave his his wife a hug. And then they walked away. And when they walked away, old buddy just started letting the can loose on. Him. What what if he what if he pulled the trunk, you know, hugged the wife and then grabbed her by the pee? Uh, I don't know. Oh, he probably he could have oh, grabbed no. the ass. He could have done anything. Oh, no. I don't know if it was justified for shooting the man to death, but you know. Shooting the man to death for, for hugging his wife. So this man, Jacob Arroyo, is sitting in jail for 65 years, never coming home for <laughs> Letting letting his emotions get the best of him, and for a temporary situation, because he fucking mm -hmm. stupid, right? Yeah. So um, he tried to appeal the charges. Mm -hmm. The judge, the judge said, "Fuck no, you better be like we ain't put your ass on on, on death row." This happened in, in Texas. Like fuck no, you better be like we ain't put your ass on death row, buddy. Sit your ass in there and find your boyfriend. You ain't coming home. Oh, and no. Jacob Arroyo is my dumbass of the week. Fuck is he talking about stupid? It's fucking dumb. Hey, I don't get it. I'm like, Something man, come on. Gonna happen. That man, listen, that cool. Hey, he 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 probably fucked the wife. The dude, the friend made fucked the wife. I don't know what happened in that situation, but uh old buddy is dead now. He got his ass, he got his ass pumped full of lead over a hug. Mm. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Yup. And that man ain't this man ain't never coming home. That's it. It's over with. You know what I'm saying? Going to get in there. He better find Fleece Johnson. Fleece Johnson say he's just supposed to be there. But they say he's still looking for a man's butt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Fleece Johnson don't play. He said, I don't know. Fleece Johnson was like, I don't know. I'm married. I, I love my wife. I really do. But I still miss the booty. Can one of y'all help me out? Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Like, the boondocks guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a, he's a real dude. I know he's a real dude. Hey, he's like, he's yeah, like, I saw know. that. They did that character off of him. Yo, he's like, can one of y'all send me some booty, please? Just send me some booty. Like, anybody want your, your, your old your old ass humping him? What's wrong with you? Oh Lord, the booty warrior. <laughs> Let's get away from the booty. Yeah, let's get away from the booty. So, yeah, this, <laughs> man, this, this man right here um, ain't never coming home. So he gonna be he gonna be somebody in prison, uh, pal. He'll be so, all right. Willie? He will. Willie? <laughs> Willie? He will. Shit. Shoot, shoot people up on my hugs. Man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. But that's my dumb ass week. Fuck, he talking about. All right. <laughs> all right. We're moving right on along to our travel tips and locations. Yeah. Y'all know I got to go. I got to. A good one from my go-to Groupon, okay? A four-night all-exclusive hotel flamingo with air included to Cancun, Mexico, okay? It's starting at $4.99, and you're at, they're actually traveling. It's a round-trip airfare from Fort Lauderdale, Houston, Orlando, Atlanta, Washington, um, D.C., Chicago, Dallas, and New York, okay? Go ahead and get you this. Four nights all-inclusive stay at the Hotel Flamingo in Cancun. 
Um, it includes meals, snacks, beverages, activities, entertainment, and all hotel taxes and gratuities. Oh, man, see, look, and I told you, I got a credit on Groupon, so I need to go ahead yeah. and get active with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Use that thing on look. Better go ahead before it expire. Yeah, for real. You, know, and, you can't and beat summer, that. We we halfway through the summer now, so I gotta um, I gotta use that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you guys get on that one. And I've mm-hmm. also found one that was actually that's closer out here. It's actually a bus tour to New Orleans from Aiken, South Carolina, September 18th through the 23rd, and it's actually. Excuse me. The deposit is $75 per person, and the total is uh, $750 per person based on double occupancy. So you get the transportation. It includes five nights lodging, eight meals, five breakfasts, three dinner, a riverboat cruise, a guided tour of New Orleans. You get admission to the World War II Museum and a guided tour of Louisiana Plantation and admission to the Mardi Gras World. Hey, you, you know what's crazy? I ain't been on the good bus trip in a minute. I like the last, last bus trip I went on, I think, was, was Atlantic City or New York. And, and we went up for the day, had fun. Man, we had the, we had the, um, we had the bus. Our bus had a bar on it. Like, it was like, mm-hmm. man, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't done a bus trip in a minute, though. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it is. And you can actually find it on, um, Russ at TST.travel or Sage Travel. They have a phone number 803-220-1939. And uh, the contact person is Russell Barton. So if you're interested in that's a New Orleans bus tour, you ain't got to drive. Yeah. You know, you know I, I be scared. a lot of stuff. I be like, you know how you go to foreign countries, they be having like the pyramids and all that stuff. And like, the, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I don't be, I be scared to go through things like going to plantations and shit like that. I feel like that. I feel like the, some, the souls of the dead been going latch on to me or something. So I don't, I don't, I don't like going to no plantations and shit. Really? And, and yeah, man. And, and why I want to go? Why I want to go somewhere where where the slaves was kept? You know what I'm saying? Well, you going somewhere like that almost every day. You just don't know it. A lot of the times, you know, going to different places, you just don't know it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. But that you know, slaves thing. built built this country. So everywhere you possibly go. A old yep. ass road, an old ass museum, something like that. Slaves yep. are there. Yep. The, the foundation, the, the foundations of this country were built on the backs of slaves of our kid folks. You know what I'm talking about? Well, that, but those are some good travel tips right there, man. That, that oh, bus thank you. Does, I got to yeah. go look for your bus trip now. Like, I haven't been on a bus trip in forever. I'm going to go find uh-huh. me a bus trip. Go find you a bus trip. Yeah, man, go, they, they get on that bus. I know um, I, one of my my homegirls uh, that was at this Charlita, that was at the event, she was selling mm-hmm. hats and stuff in there right mm-hmm. next to me or whatever case may be. And she told me that, because um, she going on the cruise in October, and she mm-hmm. told me that uh, her and her husband are catching the train to Miami. I was like, what? It's like, yeah, they're catching the train to Miami. Cause, mm-hmm. Cause he never he never rode a train before. I said, man, that sounds like it. I said, bro, that. But I said, y'all know that's gonna take like two and a half days. <laughs> yeah. They, they, yeah. Amtrak stops everywhere. I didn't know it went all the way down. They must have. Yeah, um... yeah, it go always straight down ninety five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. So I was like, man, that's that sounds like some fun. 
Yeah, just, just, just go to get on the train, be at that joint getting smashed drunk every day and not worry about nothing. Yeah, that's what I like right there. Yeah, just that's why I love cruising so much. Yeah, well, you know, I got a cruise coming up in December, so you know, I'm, I'm very yeah. excited about that. Man, you get get on that jump. The, the comedy's provided. The uh, Broadway shows are there. It's something all you can eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. You get to go to multiple countries and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I love cruising. And you know, this one coming up, and I thought it was my fourth one this year. Yeah, the things you can do when you're single and don't have no kids. <laughs> hey, hey, man, listen. Hey, my, my, I tell my, my kids, I'm like, come on, you want to get on this ship? They tell me no. I'm like, all right, then. Stay your ass at home. <laughs> See, they, old to make the, they old enough to make decisions now. I'm yeah. Not gonna do, I ain't going to force you to do nothing you want to do except for these dishes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Like, well, we done made it through another one, ain't we? <laughs> Made it through another week. Yeah, <laughs> jerky jackass. We made it through another week. Yes, we did. Man, look at that, man. We doing good. We are. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we doing oh, we good, are. man. So, I mean, we made it through another week, You're and right. then next week, next week we have uh, Kalicia, the celebrity chef, coming on next week. Oh, I can't wait. Oh yeah, I got questions for Kalicia. Hey, she, like... when I say she is high energy. She is high energy. She is with the shits. So okay. when, we start asking, when we start asking these questions and shit, uh -huh. she, is with, she is with the shits. Like, no if ands buts about. It's like, for real. She's with like, the oh, shits, too. Yeah, she can be like, as soon as she starts talking, you can be like, oh, shit, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She is, she is with the shits. So, with that, with, yeah, so with that being said, man, we completed another week. And, That's um, right. I think it's time for us to go ahead and log up out of here. What you think? It's time for us to go. You may Let's not go. want us to leave, but we gotta go. We gotta go. Man, with that being said, Talk my shit. Uh, never hear Bill talk cheap. Sipping on mud, I'ma talk in my sleep. Whole brick of salt, what it cost my piece. 1500, what I got on my feet. This off white, what I got in my back. Selling off white, what I got in my pack. Don't play ball, what I play with them racks. City guild niggas don't know about sex. Just drop 30 in the 5.0. Roger gonna blow when I ride through slow. 25 nines in the D's, I'll go. BBS diamonds, yeah, I got that glow. Whoa.